Napa know-how. This month, at your local Napa Auto Care Center, when you get a premium oil change with a cabin air filter, you also get a $15 mail-in rebate, which means the pros do the job and you get paid. Wait, what? Get your premium oil change and a cabin air filter and save 15 bucks at Napa Auto Care. Quality parts installed by the pros. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Care Centers. Offer ends 4 Welcome to Mama's Making Waves. I'm down-to-earth Erica. And I'm joyful Jackie. We're two moms taking a stand against the hustle and grind. To help you find more ease and flow in your life and business. Let's Let's dive dive in. Give you my house and I can go live somewhere else. (laughs) And we have kids that have had way too many snow days and are driving us crazy. Yes, but... We're not going to focus on that negative stuff anymore. It's out. We're done. We're okay with that. But here's the thing. When your kids have epic snow days and it's crappy outside and you can't even take them anywhere because it's a blizzard and there's ice on the roads and the plows haven't been out and it's insane, like, there is beauty to be found there There's if beauty you're in willing to yes. look for it. So the fact that I can't work and I have to hang out with my kids means maybe I'll play a game with them. Maybe we'll make some warm, delicious soup. Maybe we'll have a fire maybe we'll light candles maybe we'll wear warm sweaters or make hot chocolate or i don't know we ran out of the beautiful delightful winter things like four days into (laughs) the epic snow week um but that's but you know what that's okay too like around day 10 i was like okay this is where i give up and i like turn off the screen time timer that's on oh things God. and i'm like you know what but but you realize i think the thing about it is you have to realize that whatever season you're in it's not forever. You're always good. Like, I know we don't believe that it's ever going to be warm again, but in six months, it's going to be so hot that we're, like, dying. And we're like, oh, my God, why do we live in Michigan? It's so hot here. That is and blasphemy, and I don't believe you. <laughs> I did, be- I did say I that. And I at the beach, yeah. and I don't care, and there's air conditioning. And we'll be like, are the children ever going to go back to school? Why is it summer? <laughs> we're done with all the summer things. Oh, my God. But here's the thing is – being okay where you are doesn't mean being happy where you are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes where you are is a puddle of tears on the floor because life feels hard. Yeah. And it's okay. I like that from the emotional standpoint. Like, it's been really hard for me to be okay with the fact that sometimes I can be a big emotional mess. And I have a lot of stuff in my life that I have to process. And I'm thinking of, like, last Sunday, something came up in my personal life. And I just wanted to cry. And I think for so long, I've just been told, like, don't cry. Like, showing emotion is bad. And especially, like, I was with my partner. And I'm like, showing emotion is bad. He's going to think I'm crazy. But, you know, you you go off on all these different channels. And I'm like, you know what? Like, that's how I process stuff. And I need to do that to move past this. And then once I thought that to myself, it was like, okay, this is going to take, like, an hour. And that is my season for this next, you know, hour. And then I'll be okay. And I was. But... Being okay where you are isn't even knowing that it's going to end. Yeah. Because when you're resisting how you're feeling, it never goes away. Like, you don't allow yourself to process it. If you're sad and you're afraid to cry because you don't want to lose control, 
and you fight it and you squash it and you look brave and you go through the motions even though you're dying inside mm-hmm. that feeling never passes yeah it just gets worse and it boils you're not up allowing and... it to be yeah what it is and our emotions are messengers mm-hmm. they tell us what is happening if you're angry your body is telling you there is something wrong and i don't appreciate it right now mm-hmm. you know like your emotions are telling you something about how you're interacting with the world. They're giving you information. And if you ignore it and if you don't allow it the space it needs, like it's just going to fester. And I think the only r- way to really allow yourself to process stuff is to allow yourself space to feel it. And it feels shitty sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're mad. Sometimes you're devastated. Sometimes you're jealous. Some, like there's or so much. You can't that comes even up. tell like what you're feeling. Like you just know what's not right. So how do you, as someone who's gone through this a, lift, a lot of times, like how do you check in with your body enough to like really get down deep to what am I feeling right now, so you can process it and move past it? Well, for starters, you have to give yourself permission to be where you are, mm-hmm. and. It's hard enough, like, I don't know, if if my family member was feeling sad, if my child was feeling sad, I'm going to give her the space to feel sad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to feel what you're feeling. And the best thing we can do is to nurture ourselves that way and give yep. ourselves the permission to feel what we're feeling. But also, like, figuring out how to interact with the people in your lives around mm-hmm. this stuff. Because if you're a puddle on the floor and you have a child who's like alarmed that you're so upset how do you deal with that mm-hmm. do you i know a lot of people that try and hide their emotions from their kids yeah. because they don't want to upset them i don't have the capacity i just can't i can't lie very well i can't hold stuff inside i wear my heart on my sleeve yeah, it just too. comes out And so instead, I have chosen to be very real with my kids. Like, this is what's happening right now. It's not your fault. It's not about you. This is what mommy is going through right now. And this is how I'm feeling. And this is just what I need in this moment. Mm -hmm. I like the whole, like, it's not your fault thing. Because what I've realized is kids internalize a lot more than I think I give my own kids credit for. And if they see that I'm sad, like, especially my son, he's inclined to think that it's because I'm mad at him or he didn't do something right or... So I I really like the emphasizing, like, this is not your fault. Like, grown-up problems do not... I mean, unless you did something like, you know, poop all over the floor or whatnot. Like, usually when we're mad or we're sad, it's not... It doesn't have anything to do with you. Well, and even if we're tired, even if we're exhausted, even Mm -hmm. if they kept us up all night, even if whatever, like, there's... There's still... I want to teach my children how to self-regulate and manage their own emotions in a responsible way. And Mm -hmm. the only way I can do that is by example Mm -hmm. and by teaching them that, okay, sometimes we feel this way, but also you have to recognize that sometimes your brain adds to this, Mm -hmm. right? My daughter is seven and she gets 
her emotions carry her away. Yeah. You know, whatever she thinks about, she goes off the deep end with it. And she has, she taught her whole class, class how to meditate. I, mean, <laughs> I did that at church one time. <laughs> she, and it was great. Yep. We have stones mm-hmm. that she can hold when she's upset at night. Yep. Like, she needs a thing. She needs something to hold on to because she will get swept off and be so sad. She'll think, oh, you'll die someday. And then she'll be a puddle mm-hmm. of tears because we're going to die. Like, oh, she just oh. runs away with these stories that she tells herself. And we're human we're all different and we all feel these emotions and so i'm not going to tell her she's wrong Mm -hmm. to feel upset but i am going to tell her that her choosing to think thoughts around someday we're going to die is going to lead to her emotion of being upset Mm -hmm. our thoughts cause our feelings yeah and so if you know, I don't want her to be upset and to be up all night because she's crying about some nonsense that she just made up in her head, but also educating her on the fact that she is creating this story for herself. She's creating this experience for herself, and she also has the power to change it. Mm-hmm. You know, she's tired right now, which means she's going to go to the negative and she's going to go to the emotional, but saying, okay, if this is what your brain is telling you, this is what feels true to you right now. What are you going to do about well, it? Well, and that kind of ties back to what we talked about on our theme call, too, about our business and this whole, you know, planting the seeds and giving space for things to cultivate and not just being so focused on the harvest. You know, if you're, fo- like, if you're a kid and you're focused on the fact that you're going to die, like, you're going to manifest all these different, like, feelings of being upset. And if you're a grown-up and you're in a business and you're focusing on about how stuff isn't going to harvest. Or you're going to fail. Or you're going to fail. Something. Yeah. Yep. It's those same sort of feelings. It's true. And, in, you know, it's just like we want to be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. We want it to be summer all the time. We want it to be the joyful, exciting, whatever. Yeah. But you still have to sleep. You still have to rest. You mm-hmm. still need to slow down sometimes. Right. It is not healthy for us to lay around all of the time Mm -hmm. forever and it's also not healthy for us to run 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 all day long all night long forever yeah there's that importance of listening to your body and actually like asking yourself what do i need to be doing right now do i need to rest do i not need to rest but i need to play like I don't, oh my know about, gosh, yes. I don't know about you, but, like, even the opposite of that. Like, I I like to say that I don't actually like to work. But after, like, a day or two of, like, not doing anything, like, I'm like, okay, let's go, like, clean out some closets. Let's go do some work right now. Like, it, it, it's a feeling, like, everything else. Like, you can listen to your body. And your body says, I need to have inspired action. Well, and it's that creativity yeah Some that's of us exactly do it. creative work and so when we're sparked with that creative fire we want to f- fuel that mm-hmm. we want to follow that this morning i went to a meeting and then came home and i just had this flood of ideas and so mm-hmm. i had a notepad in the kitchen while i was cooking my kids lunch and i was just scribbling down all of these great thoughts yeah. that i had about my work and i wasn't going to work but at mm-hmm. least i was able to kind of channel that energy into something powerful but at the same time when that energy fades mm-hmm. and it's after lunchtime and you're tired and you're staring at the computer screen and you're not doing anything, that is not the time for you to force it and yeah. work. That is not the time. You're not going to squeeze anything out of that brain of yours. It needs something different. It needs movement. It needs rest. It needs something other than 
just sitting here where earlier I was flooded with ideas and my fingers wouldn't stop typing. Then it was this strain to get anything to come out that made any sense at all. And, you know, I could have spent two hours just staring at a computer screen. Like, that's not a good use of my time. That's not a good use of where I was Mm -hmm. in that moment. And I think so much of our work, Jackie, is about finding alignment and feeling good in what you're doing. And it doesn't mean that you're always going to feel good, but it does mean being considerate and intentional about how we use our energy. And it's finding what feels good. Like, sometimes rest feels good. A lot of times doing your work and doing the things that you love feels good. Oh, totally. And just being okay with where you're at and what feels good at that moment of time and just listening to yourself like I was taught so much of just like not listening to myself not listening to my emotions not listening to my feelings not listening to you know putting aside the fact that it doesn't feel good right now like this is what you have quote unquote you guys can't see me doing my air quotes but it's like doing what you have to do right now instead of what I want to do or what feels aligned to do it's so true it's so true and I really think that Showing up for yourself, for what you need internally, Mm -hmm. for what you need physically, for what you need emotionally. Um, In order for me to really give myself space and honor myself, I had to learn to be really clear with my partner about what I needed. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm a hot mess and I'm pretending not to be a hot mess so that I act normal, air quotes, (laughs) around my family... Then I'm just a stressed out hot mess who's yeah. hiding and because lying to everyone. Because you're more a hot everyone. mess because you're lying to everyone. Right. And so in order to be present for myself where I was at and to deal with whatever it was I was dealing with, I had to learn to be really honest, not only with myself, but with my husband, mm-hmm. with my kids. Like, yeah. mommy needs a timeout right now. Sorry. I'll be back. I just need to, like, sometimes you don't feel that good and you need some quiet time. Right now I need some quiet time. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, telling my husband, right now I'm struggling with I don't know what, this, that, whatever. Like, I just need a few minutes and I'm sorry. And actually vocalizing that need is is so critical right. like I love that about our relationship too is that like we often joke that we alternate about who's the hot mess but it's never at the same time but I can come to you and be like Erica I'm a hot mess today and I didn't do like x y and z and I'm still in my pajamas and I don't know like where one of my kids is right now but you know what I mean like and oh. you have the alter you have you know the exact same thing I'm just like I'm a hot mess today I'm crying about this and Well, and allowing yourself to be where you are. Sometimes in business, I think another thing that's really interesting is when you go through periods of growth and expansion and you're really stepping into being vulnerable, being authentic, being yourself, showing up in the world in a new and different way, it takes a different kind of energy. It does. And I feel like it's really exhausting in a way. And so I find myself a lot of times after a really powerful experience, whether I just ran, ran, Mm -hmm. sorry, a really powerful group coaching experience, whether I just ran an event, whatever it was that just happened, it took something out of me in a different way. Yeah, pretty much every time you and I do something, like I have to take a nap afterwards because I'm so exhausted. Because we do so, like our connection is so powerful that we do so much in a short period of time. And then I'm like, man, why am I so tired after that? But it's because of that stuff. Yeah, it depletes you. And I don't always notice it that day. Usually the day of, I'm super energized. But the next day, I feel like I could sleep the whole day. Mm -hmm. You know, I get hit with this fatigue and 
this exhaustion. And if I'm fighting that, I'm trying to push myself to do more than I really feel up to doing in that moment. Like, it's not going to serve me well. No. And so the more I've learned to lean into, wow, like, I just did a whole lot energetically. I just put a lot out there. It was hard and scary and felt amazing, but it just took something. Like, I need to be more nurturing and compassionate with myself. I need to drink more water. I need to go to bed early. Mm -hmm. I need to nurture myself in a way like the seeds that we're planting. You need to show up for where you are, who you are, where you are in this moment. And, And you know, I've tried to do so much stuff with, like, planning and, like, batching my time. But what I found I need to do is actually, like, batch according to my energy and what I'm doing. Like, if I have two client meetings, like, I cannot schedule myself to do, like, real, like, empowered brain work after that because I'm just depleted because I put so much into that face-to-face time. Like, after we do our podcast, like, I need to either go do something really kind of, like, tedious and boring or I just need to, like, rest for a while because it takes – it depend, I mean, it depends on the different types of energy. If, if I'm doing, like, development work or graphic design, I can do that kind of stuff. But, like, the serious, like, strategy work, like, ain't nobody doing no strategy sessions after we do this podcast. Like, I'm done. <laughs> right? It's so true, though. Yeah. It's so true. And it's like the creative time. I feel like I have a lot more creative energy in the morning. Me too. If I was trying to do creative stuff at 1 p.m., I'm just Oh, like, no. <laughs> my eyes are crossed and yeah. my brain doesn't want to work. And I just feel like I'm putting words on a paper that don't actually But then I get like a second wind, like after bedtime, like once the kids are down, it's quiet. Like I can put my music on and then I have like about 90 minutes where I can do like a power hour. Maybe. It depends on what I, like if I've had just kind of like a normal day, I've kind of got that will reserve in me. See, I do not. Yeah. Evenings are not my jam. If I am not talking to your face, mm-hmm. I would rather be asleep. Like, I can tell you, after we go home, I'll probably be energized until, like, 1030. And I'll, if I do something, I'll be great. But if I don't, then I will crash. Yeah, I just don't have that kind of creative fire in the evening. I love getting together with other women. Mm-hmm. You know, when we run our groups in the evening, that's awesome. Doing other things where I'm engaging with people, that fuels me. See, that tires me out. Like, when we do our in-persons, I'm exhausted. But I think part of it, too, was I spent most of my day doing stuff by myself, which is where I get, like, this reserve of energy. So now I feel like I have all this, like, pent-up stuff because I haven't had any alone time in forever. And I'm like, okay, I want to go, like, conquer the world right now. And you're like, I'm so tired. But then Thursday, I bet it will be the opposite because that's when we have our in-person group. And I'll be like, Erica, I need to go to sleep now. That's so funny. I love our in-person group. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's the perfect thing. But as an introvert, like, when it's gone, then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. But that's where getting to know who you are. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, knowing that about myself and forget, like, almost forgiving myself and accepting that about myself has been huge. And just being, like... There's uh, unless you go off and like murder someone like there's nothing wrong with 90 percent of the world as like who they are at their core. It's just acknowledging who they are and acknowledging the things that make you you and working to make those strengths your strengths and like pulling away from the things that you're not as good at. Yeah. Finding your zone of genius, like you would say. Yeah. Zone of genius is Mm -hmm. huge. But I think more than anything, it's cultivating your energy and in a way that makes sense. It's like, you know, coming back to the whole idea of aligning with the seasons. 
in the winter, things go dormant because there's not as much sunlight. Yeah. And they need the sun to fuel them. Mm -hmm. You know, what is it that fuels you Mm -hmm. and how do you nurture that? But then also, when is it time to rest? Right. You know, you don't want to be drinking coffee necessarily at 10 o'clock at night to keep you going Mm -hmm. when your body is calling for you to rest. Yep. You know, so finding... Finding what you need, being real with yourself and the people in your life about how you work well. And that also includes setting boundaries around your time and your work. You know, if you know that you respond best to clients' emails before noon, then you're... Response, then do that. Yeah. Then your response time can be, you know, I will get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. If you reach me after 12 p.m., like we're allowed to put criteria on the things that we do. Yeah. We're allowed to take days off. You know, you don't have to be available nine to five or you don't have to be available 24 seven just because you have a smartphone that right. dings you whenever people send you an email i realized a couple weeks ago that i'm like why am i feeling kind of tired and i'm like i haven't really taken a day off in a long time where i like consciously did nothing so my kids had president's day off and i'm like i had one call scheduled i'm like i'm not gonna do anything other than that like i'm going to make a point to leave my computer on and of course like i checked in my emails but you know what like the world didn't end. Right. Like, clients did not, like, all fall off the face of the earth because I took a day off. Right. And now I'm like, okay, let's go do it. And I, I was more accomplished next day, and I got more done because I had taken that time away. Well, and that's nurturing your energy. Yeah. Nurturing your spark. Nurturing where you are right now. Yeah. It's- and uh, you know what? I'm, we'd had 12 snow days. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> tight. Like, I haven't been working much because I've had 12 snow days, but it's made me physically tired. So I'm like, I'm going to take this day. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to rest. I'm going to play with my daughter and do what she wants to do. And the rest of it, like, I'm not going to work today. And I'm going to be okay with that. And the people that don't understand that, well, they're not, they're not my people. Well, and, and I think that there's something to be said for being real and having, um, Just realistic and realistic expectations. Right. But also being forthright with those things. Mm -hmm. Like you can't get mad at a client for texting you at 10 p.m. because they may not have those same boundaries around their schedule. Yeah, but you don't have to answer that. Exactly. All get into this because we think it will give us a level of freedom in our lives. And that's only true if we carve it out and protect it for ourselves. And sometimes I feel like we have to give ourselves that permission to have that freedom. Even though we say we took it because of entrepreneurship, I think there's still so much comparison game out there that unless we physically say, like, I have permission to do, like, almost like a mantra or an affirmation, like, I have permission to take a day off. I have permission to turn clients down. I have permission to not do this thing that doesn't feel aligned. And unless we do that, like, it's kind of hard to believe it. Right. And... That's true. (laughs) But that's where I want this episode to be about giving people permission to be where they are. In the season where they are. Wherever they are, whatever they're going through in this moment, it's okay to be where you are. And it's okay to know that you're still heading someplace different. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be in this exact moment forever. Yep. So whatever is awesome or whatever is hard about this exact second, it's going to shift and change. Yes. And so give yourself the permission to experience it as fully as you can Take the lessons from it that you need. Listen to the messages that your body, your mind are sending you and make the best of it. 
because the next moment can feel you in a whole new way. Yes, we hope you enjoy the season that you are in right now. Happy March. Hopefully when you hear this, it will be warmer in Michigan. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Every legend is built. This one starts with a frame. We raised a great stature and gave it a name. The BMW X7. It's the biggest one yet. Fitting power and style, the best you can get. An all-leather interior, it's luxury shows. So we kept it right up for all of three rows. With its dynamic driving, you chase your desires. The true mark of this legend is how it inspires. The first ever BMW X7. Make every day legendary. Exceptional offers through BMW Financial Services at BMWNYC.com. BMW of Manhattan. Driven by more. Calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot com forward slash M-O-T-I-V.